0: Louise McSharry On 2FM I could not be more delighted to be welcoming back someone we have previously had on in our How to Be an Adult slot It has been the year of the plant uh, and by year I mean pandemic Um, We have certainly, many of us have decided to adopt green children and um, as the seasons change we might need a little bit more help in taking care of these green children and for that reason we are welcoming back Erin Thomas of Hopeless Botanics Thank you so much for being with us Erin, hello
1: Oh, hi, Louise. Good morning. Thanks for having me back again.
0: <laughs> I'm delighted. I just wish you were in front of me, but unfortunately, we will have to make do uh, But the magic of technology.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. And um, I'm delighted I get to congratulate you in person as well about uh, reviving <laughs> your pretty much near dead fern there not too long ago.
0: Thank you so much, Erin. That has been my greatest achievement uh, of the last year. The last time Erin was on, I was telling her that I had a fern, an asparagus fern that was honestly, it was just like entirely yellow. And there were little bits of green on the stalks down very near the kind of root. And Erin said I needed to, she she didn't seem too optimistic, but I needed to cut off anything that was brown or yellow and start again. And honestly, what I was left with was basically what looked like twigs. But it is now a lush and vibrant fern it survived and I'm so proud of it and it is <laughs> and honestly it was like without overstating it it was kind of a game changer for me there was something about Taking care of it and seeing it kind of come out the other side, and seeing that if you do the right things and if you take the right care of something, it can really thrive and overcome, was like really moving for me personally, and made me think a lot about the way that I take care of myself. And I know that sounds like a lot for ten o'clock on a a Saturday morning, but truly (laughs) it was kind of a game changer for me. And I wonder, have other people had that experience with their plants during this? Is that like, does that sound mad to you, or are you like, yes, right? On, Louise.
1: <laughs> no that really resonates with me and I think a lot of people that I speak to as well and um, I think taking care of pa- plants uh, people can find that quite meditative mm. and it's a really nice escape from everyday life as well to just take 10 minutes and potter over your plants and mm. think about how they're doing and watch new leaves coming up and mm. stuff like that and you know it gets you away from your desk if you're working from home it gets you know gives your head a bit of breathing space and you know just to switch off and i think a lot of people do find nice escape in minding their plants mm. um yeah and and also like like well done because it's a really tough time of year to revive a plant like that. Like I'm not gonna lie, when you sent me the photo of your totally naked fern, I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, in winter our light levels are so low yeah. and it's cold and there's drafts in our houses. Mm. So um yeah, so well done. It's 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 a particularly tough time of year to take a plant who's struggling that's struggling so much like that and really revive it into a total lush. Gorgeous plant. um. But yeah, there's great satisfaction there, oh, isn't there? You know, inc- when you see something. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely get that. Mm. Um, I have a palm at home that has been neglected for the last two years because it's in my bedroom. And my son has been sleeping in this room until recently mm. uh, with all his naps. And the curtains closed for so many daylight hours. And I just forgot about it. Mm. But recently... I repotted it, I changed the soil out, I've been feeding it and in the space of two weeks I've got like five new shoots, It there's loads of lush limey green foliage coming up mm-hmm. so I think it's true what you said, just a tiny bit of TLC yeah. and Thinking about the fundamentals of light, soil, and feed—you know, nutrition—go mm. uh, a long way, definitely, uh, to minding your little plant babies.
0: <laughs> well, let's um just to say, if you have a question for Erin, if you have a plant that you're looking at now, and you're like, ooh, ooh, I don't know if I can manage this one, um, if you have a question, send it in to us five one five five two. But let's let's start with this time of year. It is a, it is a changing of the seasons, and you do need to treat your plants differently depending on the season don't you?
1: Yes definitely and you know thankfully our temperatures are coming up a bit and there's more sunlight so plants are kind of going into a bit of a growth phase now. Over the winter they just kind of chill and take it easy and they don't do too much for the most part but now you might start seeing new growth popping up um, which is really exciting. So But they also need a little bit of extra sort of uh, boost during this time. So if you're seeing new growth coming up, that means your plant, you know, it's using up lots of energy. So it can be great to start feeding your plant with a liquid houseplant feed Mm. Um, and do a little research and understand how often your plant might like a feed, whether it's once a month or every two weeks. And it's as simple as, you know, adding a few drops to your water when you're watering it and that'll give it a good nutrient boost. Mm. Um, Another thing I really like to do is if your plant has been in a pot for over six months or a year, and um, if it doesn't need to be sized up the pot, mm. you could also just pop it out, brush off all the old soil um, as much as possible and just give it some new, fresh houseplant soil. Um, and the nutrients in that soil will give it a great boost and sustain it for the next six months during its growth phase.
0: That's something that I just recently learned that also that the, the soil kind of goes off as well. So. Am I right in thinking that if you have soil from, say, last year, you probably should get some new soil?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the soil holds lots of nutrients and um, they just get depleted over time. Mm. Um, If you have plants in your garden, you know, they, your your garden plants will continue to draw nutrients from the ground and from rainwater and things like that mm. whereas our indoor plants are solely dependent on us mm. for their nutrients and mm. um, so changing out the soil it's a really easy simple thing to do and um, the main thing is to just be aware that you're using um a soil that is suitable to your plant so mm. succulents and cactus like a much more free draining soil and there's there's bags of soil you can get just for them. And then foliage house plants can take a richer soil that holds moisture for a longer time. Mm. Um and just when you're repotting, I like to put like some stones or grit or, you know, um like old broken terracotta pots or something at the bottom to help with drainage mm. um so yeah it can be a really good time to to reassess yeah and um, what little things you can do to get, set your plants up for the next while
0: and can I ask you about repotting because you mentioned it there how do you know when you need to repot um and what is the best way to do that
1: yeah um there's a few signs um I I have a Monstera at home at the moment. I'm going to repot. And the signs would be if you see lots of roots coming out the bottom of the pot, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like bursting out. Um, And then also if roots are coming out the top of the soil, if you're starting to see the soil dusting off and kind of bare roots being exposed at the top of your plant where the Mm -hmm. stem meets the soil, that's another sign. And also another sign is if you shimmy, your pot out of the or your plant out of the pot and it looks like there is more roots than soil there and um, that means that like I said all the the nutrients is in the soil and if you've got more roots than soil then you've kind of got an imbalance there mm-hmm. where your plant isn't going to get nutrients because there's not enough soil there to hold it yeah and that can happen with some some plants like a lot of indoor plants do like to be a little bit pot bound. So mm-hmm. it's about striking that balance. And, you know, if it's, if the roots are getting out of control, then definitely size up. Um, do
0: you have any advice for if you are running out of space because your plants are getting big? <laughs> this is my problem. I'm like, Oh, a bigger pot. I don't have a bigger shelf.
1: <laughs> uh, hilarious. I know. Um, I sort of have this problem too. Um, this is a good time of year to prune your plants, right? Mm. So um, if you need to keep something under control, uh prune it. Um that will really help. Monstera get out of control, they grow so fast and vigorous. Um so a lot of people would maybe train them up a pole. Mm. Or, you know, don't be afraid to prune your plants. Um I've I've taken off Monstera leaves. It can be slightly heartbreaking because they're so beautiful, but you can put it in a vase and enjoy it for a few weeks as well And um, that way. So don't be afraid. You know, they're hardy. They're hardier than you think. Yeah. Um, and as long as you're making like a clean cut with a clean scissors or knife you're not really going to do it any damage Okay. Um, so okay. yeah don't be afraid to prove. I don't know if you've got 200 plants at home Louise I don't know if I can really help there
0: no I don't know if there's much you can do to be honest and especially because like I, my house isn't exactly rich with natural light so there are certain rooms yeah. in my house which are actually just becoming like the glass houses and the botanical gardens like it's it's a lot but that's okay I love it I'm happy Um. okay Erin we are yeah. going to come back in just a minute with some questions if you have a question for Erin Texas on 51552 and Erin stick around and I'll talk to you in just a few minutes we've got music as well from Marina Grace. after this Louise McSherry on 2FM oh I love that that is from the artist formerly known as Marina and the Diamonds she is now just Marina and the song is called Purge the Poison absolutely love that now we are joined by the lovely Erin Thomas of Hopeless Botanics hello Erin
1: Hi, Louise. So
0: we have got loads of questions for you, so I'm just going to lash into them. We're talking about houseplants. If you just tuned in, Erin is an expert and they sell beautiful houseplants at Hopeless Botanics. And I have to say, I personally really appreciate the fact that all of the information that you share on your website and through your Instagram is so accessible and easy to understand. It's made my plant journey a lot easier. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's great. So uh, the first question is, my spider plant has recently got yellow and brown Mm -hmm. tips. Do I cut these off and what's causing it? It in the first place it's in the kitchen not in direct sunlight
1: yeah so spider plants are one of the hardiest plants around there is they are like bomb proof <laughs> so you can definitely prune them and you won't hurt it at all if you want to if the the yellowing tips are kind of annoying you if they're a bit unsightly you can definitely snip them off and you won't harm the plant but usually yellow tips or like browning with a yellow kind of halo around it is is often a sign of overwatering, and mm-hmm. um, you can let your spider plant go bone dry and then give it a good, good watering. And um, but something I love to do with spider plants as well is, um, if you give it a little feed around now, it'll shoot out little baby, little like crazy alien babies come off this, you know, from the stems. <laughs> (laughs) And repot them up, and because you know if something more sinister is going on, you've kind of got an insurance policy there, where you've got a few little baby spider plants on the go. Spider baby. And um, yeah, spider (laughs) baby sounds pretty gross. (laughs) I love it. But um, you can also—it's one of my favorite things to gift to people as well because it is a plant that's so sturdy. It's really obviously very traditional and probably uncool i mean i love my pink crazy looking house plants but i also love spider plants i think they're brilliant
0: um okay um, yeah
1: and a great gift
0: next one uh, is about succulents do succulents only like special soil or does ordinary potting uh, excuse me or does ordinary potting compost suffice
1: no ordinary potting compost is a bit of a no-no for succulents um get yourself a succulent cactus mix. Um, it's a more sandy soil. It's much more free draining. Um, and you know, succulents don't like to sit in water for a long time. Um, they like to get a good drenching and then dry out and then another good drenching again. So um, get yourself a specific succulent soil, especially if it's, you know, a plant you have you've had for a while and you want to continue um growing so yeah definitely invest in a particular like a Uh, specific succulent yeah definitely definitely uh regular compost it's too rich it's not free draining enough Mm,
0: that's good intel next up we have a couple of questions about orchids so i'm going to ask you them both together the first one says um i got a beautiful orchid last year and unfortunately it died a few months later i got another one a few weeks ago and i'm wondering what are the key things i can do to care for it properly and to avoid a repeat of what happened the last time and then una Mm. says i have an orchid that has shed all its flowers recently when will it flower again so a little bit on orchids Erin if you wouldn't mind.
1: Yeah we always get lots of questions about orchids. Yeah
0: they're fragile um, aren't they?
1: They you know they they are they aren't I think uh I think they can be I think also people have really high expectations of them they're a beautiful ornamental plant and um, and people often wonder you know oh the flowers are gone they're dead it's like but that is a a natural life cycle of the plant for the flowers to do their thing and look fabulous and then die off. Um, And you need to give it a bit of time, probably about a month before more flowers come again. But when the flowers die off, um, don't leave them looking dead and wilty. Snip off the the flowers mm. because they'll just drain energy from the plant. Mm. And then now is a really good time to feed it as well if it's just flowered. And mm. um, give it a a feed that's um, specific, you know, specifically for orchids as well. Mm. Um, is you know is it's a really good time to do that now. But also orchids. Um, They don't like to sit in water. uh, So you can't, I I often recommend either get a basin or a bowl and when you're watering your orchid, put it in that. They usually come in kind of a clear container and you can see all the roots and Mm. stuff like that. Just drench them, soak them, let them sit for 20 or 30 minutes in the water. They'll take what they want and then put it back in its decorative pot. I think when I talk to people a lot of the time they go along with their watering can and they'll put in you know a pint of water or something into their orchid and then it just sits in a pool of water which essentially is drowning the roots Mm. um and it's suffocating the plant and these are these are plants that would traditionally grow up and around trees and they would they would get like a rainwater soaking and then they would dry out fully and then another soaking so try try mimic that I remember try soaking them yeah
0: you recommended that yeah. that
1: technique of watering
0: for succulents as well the last time that you were on yeah and I've been doing yeah. that and it, it's it it seems like just a great way to make sure that your plant doesn't get more water than it needs
1: definitely and also so sometimes you know like you know those pesky like gnats that can sometimes be on the top of um of soil Mm. and they live on the top one to two centimeters of soil they like moist soil on the top so if you're just soaking it the the roots at the bottom are drinking up the the water that they need Mm. and it really discourages pests and things like that and having said that those nuts are not really they're not going to harm a plant. They're just a bit gross the way they fly around the place. Yeah. <laughs> they're just wants not nuts. nice to have no. around. No yeah. nets, no gnats. thanks. Okay, yeah.
0: Kate says, what plants like bathrooms? My peace lilies just die in there. It's only got one window. It's kind of cold and doesn't get steamy because it's a little large. Thank you.
1: Okay. Um, that doesn't so sound like ideal, definitely...
0: ideal plant territory. Yeah. <laughs> one window, kind of cold and not steamy.
1: Yeah, there's two questions there. It's like I think, you know, what what would go in her bathroom and also she really needs to move that peace lily, I think, is, you know, <laughs> so that belongs somewhere else definitely. Um all plants need light. You know, people are always asking us, I ne- I have a, a room with no windows. Uh, yeah. What what plants can I put in there? And really, you know, nothing. All plants need some light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or else like basically if you put a plant in a dark room, uh, some will just die slower than others. Yeah. You know, they are slowly dying. Um, having said that, so a plant I love for low light um, that might be helpful for her is the Aspidistra. It's called the cast iron plant. Mm. And it would love about it. would it, it can handle drafts. It can handle lower temperatures um. And it's it can handle low light. Mm. Uh, definitely, it was like really popular with Victorian in Victorian times yeah. because it was so it could live beside a fire, it could live on a drafty windowsill, and yeah. um, so that might be suitable for her bathroom.
0: Yeah, I have one of those in a in a dark room in my house, and it yeah it's like amazing. It has never changed color or wilted. Beautiful. And they are beautiful. Yeah. Uh, they're really yeah. they're really beautiful, rich colour uh, shade of green. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like great advice, Erin. It's almost Was? like you're an
0: expert. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> well look, I didn't know about that. Unfortunately we couldn't get through all the questions. Um but thank you so much. We'll just have to get you back. Um for all of your expertise. We are so grateful. Erin Thomas of Hopeless Botanics. I hope you have a lovely day Erin.
1: You too. Thanks, Thanks so much million. for having me. Bye-bye. Cheers Louise
0: MacSharry on
1: 2FM